Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Bart Scott, did you miss me? It's a whole week without me. Of course I missed you. Oh? I tell you what, you're on the clock. Our listeners are on the clock. And listen, we don't want them fumbling around, typing the button. We should be on auto-dial. We don't want you to wait, have to look up and call the number. Give them the number again, Alec. Give them the number. What, you don't know it? 800-919-3776. Right, because I want them to have it already preset in their phone. Save it so you don't have to go and scroll and miss out. I want you to get on the lines early today because the theme of the day is quick and efficient. Mm. We don't want to waste time. We don't want to waste your time with getting into the subjects. We don't want to waste your time when we bouncing in and out of sports. We want this show to move. I like where you're going with that because I see what you're doing because that is obviously one of the big topics of the day involving baseball and suddenly a game that no longer drags on. It's no longer literally watching grass grow. The sport now all of a sudden has pace and tempo. It's got some action. It's got some interest, intrigue, all that. And I'm with you. I'm with you. Max Scherzer, a pitcher, he likes to pitch clock. So that's our first question. Do you? 800-919-3776. Because we saw it already over the weekend as, you know, Grapefruit League and everything else gets underway and we start seeing spring training games happening is we're seeing the new rules in place and we're seeing a difference in the sport almost immediately. What were you telling me? Games now over the weekend were averaging how how much? About about. Two, to about two, two thirty-eight, two forty. We can round up. You know what I'm mean, saying? You can, can, can't you? We round it up. Can't you live with that? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm. I mean, gonna you can gonna... live with that. Like three-hour baseball games, three and a half-hour baseball game. Man, I got stuff to do. But this, when I know that I'm going to sit down and I'm not going to be now staring off into space waiting for the next pitch. I love it so far. Of course, there'll always be hiccups. Uh, it's amazing that at the end of one game. That it was, was it Cardinals Braves? At the end of the game, it was tied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dude wasn't looking at it. Eight seconds, you got to not only be in the box, you've got to engage the pitcher, eye contact. <laughs> and he didn't call strike three. And you, See ya. Game over. Like, amazing. And listen, like, like all rules. Well, not game that, over, but you know what I mean. Well, but like all rules that we complain about, right? The players will adjust. But it's going to be gaudy. It's going to be, you know, different when you think about, you know, early in the season, right? It's going to be like that. But yep. the players will adjust. You know, you know, you see Pete Alonzo sprinting right after he gets it out because he knows he has to get ready so he can go do his woo-saw, woo-saw. Mm-hmm. It was so actually I, Red, it was Red Sox Braves, just to be careful. And here's our attempt. If, if anybody who didn't happen to hear it, uh, Nesson was covering the game, and it was, you know, you don't really play extra innings in, in uh, spring training. You don't want anybody to get hurt. So the game literally ended in a tie because of this. And now what? He's out. Damn, cold strike three. Wow. This is mayhem. Oh, automatic strike three called with the bases loaded in a tie game in the bottom of the ninth. This is baseball in 2023. You hear the booze. Bart, you're an athlete. Would, would it bother you to have a game end like that? Let's say it wasn't tied. Let's say you had bases loaded or at least a runner on third, and you're down a run, and this is called, and the game ends on this call, would you say, nah, you can't have a game end like this? Or are you okay with it? Listen, I'm okay with it, right? Because it's going to make players be more accountable. It's almost like having a bonk. You know what I mean? It's like you got to get in there, you got to engage, get ready. We don't want to listen. Whatever your routine is, you have to change it. 
right? You have to change your routine about mm-hmm. how you, you know, get ready to, to load up. And players will adjust. They'll change their routine. You see Peter Lonzo sprinting back so he can go do his Oge Ringe Ka, right? It's all good. <laughs> but I, but I listen, I love it, though, because it's picking up the speed of the game. And now I know that, hey, I can go do some stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, hmm. Okay, I can, I can, I'm going grocery shopping after yep. the game. Not, okay, well, let me go before. Let me rush and be crazy before because I don't know. I might get stuck watching this all day. <laughs> Who knows? Well, that's, how, that's how you hours. feel. It's Especially like in the summer when you know there's a lot more, like there's better, better weather, there's places to be. See, the one thing about, about football, basketball, and hockey that have the advantage is later in the season, in football season, Ain't nobody want to go outside. Like you know, you like it's you're very comfortable on your couch on a Sunday, just chilling. And it's only one day anyway, right? Basketball and hockey. It's night. It's winter. I ain't going anywhere. Like I'm t- I'm nestled in. Like it's perfect right here where I am watching this game. But baseball, yeah. baseball afternoon on a Saturday. I'm sorry, man. I got stuff to do. Yeah. You know, a night game in the summer, even if it's like a Thursday night game, it's you know, it, it the sun ain't going down until after eight. And I want to. I want to do some stuff. I have to work. I got my kids. You know, like I want to hang out. Like I don't want to be just like, man. Can we just get like? And it's eleven o'clock, and we're barely finishing the game, and I got to work the next day. Like, there's a lot of this now that it could a lot more of a controlled situation. Now, Bart, you would think that pitchers would have a bigger problem with this right. because it speeds up their tempo, forces them to you know be ready for the next pitch, whatever it is. You would think pitchers would have a bigger problem with this. Max Scherzer, who seems to like like he seems like the most the most ornery person you could deal with sometimes. Outside of Gary remember, Cole. Remember, he's the guy that you can't you can't pat him on the butt. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Can't right? yeah don't, 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 what are you doing? Don't touch me after a game. But So here's Max Scherzer with Steve Gelbs. Gelbs, our boy from SNY. He's talking about how he thinks actually he has the advantage because of the pitch clock. I mean, we've been game planning this for basically a year now. We know it's coming. It doesn't take a lot to know that when you hold the ball, it really messes up the runner and, and the hitter. So the pitcher has complete control of the situation and dictates the pace now. So, you know, with the ability to also call pitches well, I can either work extremely quick or extremely slow and then really change the pace of this. Now, you'll love that. Now, by the way, you know what else he did over, uh, this weekend? What Not only he was he enjoying the pitch uh, clock, but he has pitch calm on his glove. He's call. You hear him say, "Call pitches." Yeah. Normally, it's the catcher who has it on yeah. on, on the leg, and he'll like or on his glove, I think, or right. it's on it somewhere, and he touches the button of what the pitches, and it says it in the pitcher's ear. Yeah. He's like, "No, I got this home." No, no. Serge is like, "I'll let the catcher know what I'm." Yeah, throwing. I'll let you know what's coming. Yeah. Ooh. I like I like that. I do. I, I like that too. because like the quarterback. Because right, exactly. It's like, listen, you tired of the coach calling the plays? It's two minute drill. No, I got this. I, I got mm-hmm. this dude right where I want him. I want to have to waste time having to shake you off, which can mess me up with the pitch clock. I'm going to tell you what's coming. Yep. And now I wonder how these catchers kind of switch up the game as far as setting up fake and coming back, right? Because (laughs) what happens is – because just think. Just think of the gamesmanship. It used to be come from the catcher, go here, shake them off, shake them off, shake them off. Oh, my God. And you got guys be peeking. You got guys on second base trying to figure stuff out. Throw to first, reset. Right. Let's go. Right. So so, so now you got got the pitcher – you know, getting so what happens now? You got the pitcher setting up, so now all the little details and all the information that hitters used to be able to gather, Good they point. can't gather any even more because they got to get in the box and they can't pay attention to what's happening around them. They got to focus point. on the pitch. So now pitchers have the advantage. So man, I expect maybe a couple more no hitters, right? I expect some. I expect because now advantage advantage pitchers. 
Because now, you know, we used to talk about quick pitching. Now they might be made, forcing him to make contact as soon as it's over with. The catcher's trying to hurry up and get the ball back to the pitcher so then he can start the clock on the, on the next uh, hitter coming up. Man, this is exciting stuff, man, because now you can find different ways how to put pressure on the hitters. And now you talk about offense without the shift. Now the, the, the pitchers be able to take a little bit of the control back because now they can get these pitches out quick. And they might tell – just imagine this. When you talk about football mm-hmm. – you get into the two-minute drill. You come up to the you come up to the to the to the uh, plate. How many plays you got? Two, right? Sometimes two, sometimes three, right? So now now you're talking about okay. So you check you, the defense you, you, and you, then make a call based on what their defense is, right? Right, mm-hmm. and and also you might be able to call two or three pitches quick, so now you can quick pitch them because now you're gonna tell the catcher what next two pitches you're gonna hit them with. I'm gonna set them up with this, and I'm coming with this, and coming with that. And the pitcher like, wait, wait, man, stop the eight seconds, hold up. <laughs> you gonna you gonna have guys at the plate like hold up my back hold up I gotta step out the box I need a timeout um I need a timeout you look to the look at how like, much will people get booed too you think right. about it the guys who try yes. to buy themselves time we should call it lobster get, oh yeah we should lobster, call it lobster. Right, lobster. So, lobster so so now so now you got people like oh hold up hold up my back or, or swing their bat and drop it by mistake like hold on hold on sorry 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 <laughs> equipment timeout why they looking to not why they looking to their sideline for instructions like looking at like a boxer looking at their corner man man what the hell he hit me with Standing eight, right? So you're telling me this dude got eight hands. So, you know, you tell him he that fast, so he octopus. He just kicking my ass like that. No, what the hell? Hey, 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 coach, man, what are you doing? Hey, hey, and then they got to do their signal. So I like the fact that we're going to change the pace of pay. But let me tell you something, Alan. What? I'm looking at our calls already. I think you should officially, yep. officially, because it's showing me that the people missed you. Yep. It's showing, the callers are showing that they missed me. Uh-huh. They're, they're concerned with what's going on. It's a pivotal week in football, pivotal week in basketball. Man, go ahead and open up the buffet. Well, just, I'll tell you just, what, just, yes. Just open, yeah. up, open up the buffet. The buffet is open, 800 919 The baseball stuff was interesting. It was off the weekend. We decided just and to talk keep about it going. that. Yeah, and obviously that's a big part. First of all, headlines up for both teams, by the way. The Mets got some bad news over the weekend about their future at third base. And also for the Yankees, maybe their future at shortstop showed itself. So plenty of gets on the baseball side of things, of course. But, yeah, Bart, I'll tell you what. This is a big week for the New York Knicks. And, I mean, think about what's coming. This team has won five straight games. It went into the All-Star break hot. It came out of the All-Star break hot. And I wasn't a believer, Alan. And they had, I mean, back-to-back wins. Both of them, you think about the come-from-behind win against the Wizards on Friday night. And on Saturday night, just what a party at the Garden. Celebrating the 73 championship team, but also just – I mean, they just lit up the Pelicans. It was, you know, you, a rare blowout. It was kind of fun, that kind of, that game. But now it gets Julius, real. man, I, I think we might be able to keep Julius. I think we might have to keep him. I mean, can, can we please? You know, can we? Can we <laughs> I, I'll even back off that, that hill. And maybe, just maybe, some fans will actually start acknowledging the fact that the head coach knows what the hell he's doing. But he if you look at this guys. week now, this team is percentage points out of fifth place. Fifth in the East, right? And yeah. has won five in a row, and they are rolling. And now it's like, okay, here comes the schedule with that test against the Celtics tonight at the Garden. Mm. The only te- the team that only has the best record in the sport. Damn. All right, that's the Cel- they come in tonight. After that, the Brooklyn Nets. And you can say, well, the Nets don't have KD and Kyrie anymore. That's true, but it's still the Nets. Yeah, they're, they're so still inconsistent. Like a, they're so they, they inconsistent. Are, they are such – they really you don't know what you're getting from them. But the last time these two teams played, which was right after the trade, and they had all these wings and everything else, and Dinwiddie came in the garden and the Knicks beat them, 
and had some fun with ending that nine-game losing streak. And Dinwiddie said they were talking a lot of trash, look forward to seeing them again. Mm. So you just wonder, will the Nets have a little extra something-something in Probably. that game on Wednesday? I'm calling that game, by the way, for uh, on the radio call, MSG Radio Network. So Wednesday? Where is it at? Wednesday is uh, at the Garden. Yeah, so that'll be a fun one. But then Friday you go to Miami. So another rivalry game. Now, the Heat have kind of been weird, but the Heat are still – They're weird too, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. That's still a team that you just don't go in there and take it lightly. They will kick your ass yeah, if you yeah. take them lightly. Yeah. So you got to be ready for that. And then after that, on Sunday on national TV, what happens? The Celtics again, this time in Boston. So these next four games are a bit of a gauntlet. And when that's done, guess what comes next? Oh, yeah, West Coast trip. So, yeah. I mean, it's like – so, this this hey, is a rough right right now. This is going to be like what we talk about in April. Yeah. We'll say, see, remember that week I told you about. Remember that week, yeah. and then the road trip. Like this will be that time of year where you say this is where they either clinched fifth or they slipped out of any chance of getting fifth. Right here, right now. Yeah, you got to store you got to store them nuts, man. Like one of those things. <laughs> you got to store them nuts. Some games that you should win. Oh, oh. you got you got you got to win. You got to put them away, man. Because Probably rather you say eight. Listen, you, you, you now you and listen. Desperation. What is it like? Twenty games left. There is literally twenty games left. So, te- so teams, listen. This is this is like the go time. You're not gonna get no easy outs, mm-hmm. right? Then you know you talk about that Pelican blowout. That was rare, right? Now you look at you'll take okay, those. You right, got you, you got five. Those. Yeah, you got you got five on Toronto. You and cannot you cannot make it interesting because while you're trying to chase people, mm-hmm. it's people hunting you too. No doubt. And again, you know, for a while during the season, it's all oh, the Knicks really are. Don't take them seriously. They're not that good. But there, you're at that point now when you're seven games over 500, season high. That now everybody looks and says, "No, no, you got to be ready for this team." You, you know, you give them a little more respect, yeah. And that means you're going to get the other team's best, especially some of these contenders uh, in the East that you're going to be facing. So. Once again, huge game tonight. We have the coverage for you beginning at 7 o'clock on 98.7 ESPN. The Knicks and the Celtics, rivals. And then all week, it's rivalry week. It's the Celtics, it's the Nets, it's the Heat, then the Celtics again, this time in Boston. So, a big week for the Knicks. And so the question is basically, like, what are your expectations? Like, I want to know, now that you've seen this team on this run again, and they have been, you know, the Post had this really interesting story. Over the last 39 games, which is almost half a season, half a season is 41 games. Over the last 39 uh, games, they have one of the best records in the NBA, among the top like five records in the league. Whole league, Bart. Yeah. Like they have, and that 39 games, by the way, goes back to when Tom Thibodeau said, I'm taking control of this thing and I'm cutting down my rotation. I'm benching a couple of vets and we're going to play it my way. And once he did that, they were a much different looking team. And so, like, now that you see them for almost a half a season playing at this clip, it's sort of like, you know, what are they? And as we've said before, the right matchup in the first round could get you a second round. But it's got to be the right matchup. Yeah. I mean, listen, with all the new, you know, the the Josh Hart thing, and I understand, like, making – Perfect fit. Yeah, making – also making – making um, RJ have to – to like understand that his minutes can be cut, it's going to you know hopefully get the best productivity out of him. Right. Because looking at it like okay, listen, if I'm not on and I'm not playing well defensively and Do I'm not crashing else. the boards, yeah, I'm you know I, I could get my get my minutes cut into. Yeah, and that's right? what happened. It's like all right, the shot's not going in, and Josh Hart said it after that game Friday. 
He was like, well, if I'm not getting it done offensively, there's a lot of other things I can do to, to contribute to a win. And Barrett's 22. He's young. He's used to being the man. He's used to being like the alpha. Like everywhere in his life, he was always yeah. the best player. So nice this challenge. is new to him to, to be a role, like to know how to fit into the role and how to say I could be a supporting cast guy for Brunson and Randall. And on a given night, if I got it cooking, all right, well, then, you know, they'll feed me. And well, he did- does get his minutes with the bench. So one thing that yeah. Tibbs does, all right, I'll tell you what, we're going to put you in with the bench guys, and you are the man in those minutes. You've got to take advantage of it. He did against the Pelicans. That was a big part of why they were able to blow that game open when they did. Yeah, I mean, I like that because, listen, competition breeds effort and consistency, right? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, nothing's a given. And, uh, listen, he he understands this because just look where the environment he came from, from Duke, right? Zion was the man. Right. You had Cam Reddish, right? You had other guys there. So he should be able to um, kind of share the spotlight. You know, you just hope that he's not territorial, saying, hey, I was a young star. Now these guys are coming to take my shine. Fit in. You know, that you comes about – that's what I'm saying. That comes with humility. Mm-hmm. Understanding that, listen, RJ, you can put up a bunch of points and lose, but if you're putting up good, 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 uh, you know, good box scores and your and your team is winning, you're gonna get more credit because you, more people are gonna see and pay attention. That's right. And again, be ready for the given night where it is your your night to shine, where it is your matchup, and you're ready to cook that night. And I'm telling you right now, everybody's view of you certainly changes. They don't say, "Oh, he's the third guy. He's not the." You know, you, guys have egos and they worry about that stuff. When your team's winning, nobody cares. You're just part of winning. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's begin the calls with Josh in Huntington. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's going on, guys? What up? Um, so I this is probably the the biggest game the Knicks have played. You'd probably agree since the the Hawks playoff series in 2021. I mean, the Celtics are coming in as the probably the hottest team in the league right now. A huge win in Philly over the weekend. Um, you got Julius Randle playing the best basketball probably in his career. You got probably one of the biggest deals of free agency in Jalen Brunson who's probably playing the best basketball of his career. My question here really is: is this is probably yeah the, the toughest stretch of games the Knicks is, are probably going to see throughout this regular season, if they manage to go, let's say, 3-1 and one in these next four games and, and they beat Boston night, let's say they beat, you know, they beat uh, Brooklyn on Wednesday, they beat Miami on Friday, and then they drop one in Boston. That's a tough place to play, obviously, at TD Garden. But they go 3-1 and one and they split with Boston. What do you think the ceiling is for this team, obviously, heading into the, you know, the stretch run of the regular season into the postseason? Because, obviously, at that point, you know, this team uh, will probably prove to a lot of, you know, doubters, given, you know, what they've done over the last 39 games, that uh, they can be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs this year. I'll tell you what, Josh. If they do what you said and follow that, that would be eight straight wins going into the game at Boston on ESPN on Sunday night. Think about that. Eight straight wins going into Boston. They would already have fifth place in their pocket. If they do that, they would have fifth, fifth place in their pocket going into that game. I mean, if you're telling me split with Boston and win the and beat the Nets in the Heat, and the Heat on the road, no less – I'd sign up for that in a heartbeat. I mean, heartbeat. I, it, 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 Absolutely. Be, but what would it say about them, Bart? What would it say about them, Josh? Second it would, round. It would tell me that that now I'm looking at what's my matchup in the first. If you can get a first round matchup with the Cavs, it's a winnable series. It's a winnable series, and that's how you have to think. But what do you gets think they you would to be, the next would, would step? They be which fa- is to would win they be favored? Would, would they be favored? Well, they'd be the fifth seed, so they wouldn't be favored. That's but, it. They'd be the fifth seed. They would but, not be favored. But, but, but everybody but, on the outside would probably look at it and think yeah, they should and yeah. could win this series. Because you ask yourself, what team's playing better right now? Yeah, that's a good point. Not, not what team has the best record. What's the hottest team now? We talk about it in football all the time. November, December, what team's playing good football? 
Don't tell me what they did as far as patent leads as teams are trying to get chemistry. True. You know, I would ask I would ask our listeners too, man, because this is crazy. Never thought I'd be saying it. Like with the the, the trade deadline moves, mm-hmm. who made the better moves, the Knicks or the Lakers? The Lakers made very interesting moves, and you're right. And it started with Hajimura, and we like, eh. But yeah, man, but then when you saw four moves the Knicks, later, yeah, that's right. You like saw the that, pieces. Like, okay, like hold up, hold yeah. up. Now the Lakers look interesting, and that, that what a comeback that was. I mean, down twenty seven. Kyrieitis and come one back and three, one and three with uh, Uncle Drew. Yeah, amazing. And look, look at him. They don't guard anyone. That's going to be a big problem, man. That's going to be them, a big them problem. Them losing Fitty Smith yep. is, is a big yeah. problem. Yeah, they knew that too, but they had to give to get. And so that's where they are right now. That's a good question. Yeah, the Lakers have made some interesting moves. LeBron said he felt a pop in his ankle yesterday. He still finished the game, but you wonder you know, how that's going to go now the next day or two. But, man, let me tell you something. This is all you care about as a fan, playing games that matter. This yep. week, daunting week for the Knicks, but these are games that matter. Sure, we could start talking about what matchups in April in the playoffs we'd like, but we haven't gotten there yet. Right now, you got to focus on tonight, and can they keep taking steps? Everybody wants to say, well, they're not a championship team. They're not this, they're not that. It, you got to build step be, by be he- step. Yeah, be happy for growth. Uh, tell me about it, right? Be happy like, for th- growth. Like, what be happy we're not laughing at them talking about, hey, are they going to be in the lottery? Instead, or the plan. They could be, you know, they're playing as well as anyone over the last stretch of games. Like I said, 39 games. And I'll tell you how else, too. Yeah, West, that West Coast trip is going to be tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Sacramento, Clippers, Lakers back to back. And Co- then your, your coach of the year? Your coach of the year? Uh, Sacramento, yeah. Yeah, Mike your Brown. coach of the year? Yeah, Mike Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Just think, he's just done think, with them? Just think, he sold them yep. <laughs> with the viral clip of <laughs> his fat ass running full court. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the Jets on. Like, yo, you all right, coach? <laughs> it took him it, it, it took him about 10 seconds. <laughs> Turn the Jets on. Like, can we get oxygen? Are you at high altitude? But listen, hey, man. You talk listen. about coaches. Let me, t- let me tell you about coaches. Tom Thibodeau, who so many fans were like, they wanted to fire him because he didn't play Cam Reddish. They wanted to fire him for all the different things, any reasons. Uh, in a league where everybody's blowing leads left and right. Everybody. Again, just look at the Mavericks. Like, they just blew a 27-point lead. In a league where blown leads are happening on a nightly basis. Here's a head coach that when it matters most. Okay, listen to this stat. So the last 22 games of the season are probably the most important, would you say, Bart, right? Yeah. Okay. That's basically when you either make the playoffs or don't. As a Knicks head coach, his record so far, including the last two games, because now we're down to 20, so in the final 22 games of the last three seasons combined, his record is 30-16. and When it matters most, he has his team at the end of the season ready to win. And that's all you can ask for. What happens in the postseason? Can't tell you because it all depends on matchups. Stars win in the playoffs. But getting there, that's important. And the Knicks can be on their way. But this is a huge week to go towards it. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Imagine a lot of Fordham fans excited. It's crazy, man. March Madness. March Madness is here, and nobody's a clear-cut favorite. No Blue Bloods are dominating. You know, North Carolina, who was in the national championship, may not be in. North Carolina's on the bubble, according to Joe Lenardi on the outside Do you think they get in just because of the respect? Like, can they get like, no, a legacy I don't, invite? I don't. No, I don't. You don't get a legacy invite. Put, you, the teams like that deserve it. Don't like I think they've got to have – no, I think they've got it. No, they're on the outside right now, and, the, and for good reason. They were the number one team in the country going into the season, and they flat out laid an egg to start the year. They just have not been right. And like like um, Baycott, who's like was a stud last year in the tournament, you know, it's like he dude gets the, hurt. Dude with the dread. Uh, does he have dreads? Oh. I thought you were talking about the dude that that came back for his senior year. Well, yeah, I was. Well, Baycott came back, but there was a bunch of guys. They all came back, and you thought they were a lock because of the run that they had last year. But that didn't happen. Now, again, all, all that matters for them is have a strong showing in the ACC, and then they, they can get themselves in. So there's still plenty of opportunity. But, you know, like this is always the time of year. To me, Bart, before we get to the tournament, this is a time of year where you get excited about, like, what Fordham's doing with 20 wins. You know, like that. that's kind of cool. Well, you see it too. Yeah. How about this? Can I shout out Speedy Claxton and, and Hofstra University? So Speedy, Speedy took over as coach there. He played for Jay Wright back in the day when they got to the dance. And now Speedy is coaching the team he once played for. Speedy played in the NBA for a little bit too. Yeah, yeah I know Speedy class. And, yeah, and and now he took it over as head coach of his alma mater. And he's got the, they won the regular season championship in their conference. So they're they're ready to go to make a run, see if they can get back into the dance as well. So, I mean, it's just – the local side of things is this is always the fun time of yeah, year. Yeah, this, this is a fun time. Cause this yeah, is like man. You have a couple of Cinderella's. They come yep. in and they make some noise because usually they have a bunch of seniors on their squad. So they played together for a long time. You think about some of these smaller programs. And, you know, you got these super teams that's got a bunch of one and duns And, you know, they're looking towards the, towards, towards the NBA already and, you know, all that stuff. They're not fully invested when, you know, this is a series of, of, of their life when you think about seniors. You know, that's why Villanova's always been a tough out because they always have an older, more Veterans. mature yep. um, you know, class. Yep. Yeah, no no doubt. Can I also shout out one other? Yeah. I got to shout out my high school, St. Anthony's, because uh, Saligano's been coaching there for a bit. Saligano, can, I, I, everybody needs to know, this guy can coach. It's supposed to be a rebuilding year. Talk about a Cinderella. 
they've run through the Catholic League playoffs. They beat yesterday St. John the Baptist. And now they're going to play a powerhouse, Chaminades. Like they had, they were, that's a tough team. They're going to play them in the championship tomorrow night. So I'm just shouting them out because even though it's a rebuild, doesn't mean you got to suck. Like you got younger players, coach them up, and there you are in the championship game. I love it. So happy for them. Shout out to Sal again. It was a great coach. And uh, I'm working my way to get to Hofstra to watch that game tomorrow night. I need to do ah. In the building. They're going to take the it. chopper? They, are they waiting for you to come? Like, I, uh, I don't think there'll be a reserve. If you knew how I played there, there'd be no reserve seat for me. No, I, I, I might have to pay double to get into that game. Man, it's like a meme of Stephen A. walking into a Lakers game, and they're like, man, look who the hell does this guy think he is. He walking in like he Barack Obama. That's how you go walk in. Over, you got to be overdressed up. We want the leather blazer, Alan Hahn. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, really? Do, do I have to do that? Leather Should I show blazer. up like Clyde? <laughs> Just tell Clyde, like let Clyde. You hold, tell Clyde, let me hold some. Ain't y'all about the same height? Hey. Yeah, literally the same suit size, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, 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 Clyde, let me hold some, dog. Let me hold the leather. <laughs> let me hold the leather cow cowboy, uh, cow oh, print, go, brown, and oh, brown and cream. Go with the cow suit? Yeah, go with the cow suit. Kill him with that, right? Ooh, I'm going to kill him with that. Lay it out the night before. Step up in that thing. Like, yeah, I'm in the building. That's right. 800-919-3776. Again, the buffet is open. We've hit a lot of different topics already to start the show. We'll get into some more here in a minute, but we've got calls to get to. So, Michael in Old Bridge, what's happening, Michael? Let me hit you first. There you go. Michael. Yeah, can you hear me? We got you. All right. I got a problem with a couple of these rules in MLB. Okay. Shoot. Um, the first one is uh, the pickoff rule. Why are you only limiting to two? Because you can't just keep throwing it. at the first base just to get out of having just to throw a pitch. It's boring. Boring. No, no, no. But if you only give two, then you give it a guy a chance to steal a base. Perfect. No, no you can throw it the third time. You just better get him out. Right. But you're giving him the option. If you lead halfway down – the baseline. Good. That's a, that's activity, Michael. That's activity. It's excitement. No, anticipation. No, 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 no. no. What so would you Mike, rather you do? Saying he's taking a what would Michael? you rather do? No, You'd rather no, just keep no. throwing it first. Well, he's not going to keep throwing it first. Nobody throws more than two or three times the first. Okay, good. Anyway. Then why does it matter? If if nobody throws more than two or three times, then why would it matter? Two times you get two times. Because that's all you, you do anyway. Throw, if you only throw two times, you tell him a runner. Go ahead, steal a base. Good. Throw the pitch. Get a guy out. Let's get some action. No. no. What right, so you don't like that one. You, you, you don't like pitch that count, one. What else don't you like? No, no. no, no. Pitch count I have no problem with. Pitch clock? Um, okay. No, pitch count I have no problem with. Okay. That's my uh, – pitch clock I have no yeah. problem with. I'm sorry. Right. Right. Let me rephrase that. Um, the runner on second, extra innings? No. Got to do away with it. I don't love that. I'll be honest with you. I don't love it. I don't want it, obviously. It's stupid. It's, but it, stupid. It, it's a way to just keep the games from going too late in the night. Now, you might not need it anymore with the pitch clock. If the games end up going pretty quickly, you might not need it. Honestly, you right, might not need you, it. Give it a team, you give it a team who shouldn't win a game a chance to win the game. Yep. No, I, look, I'm not going to fight you on that one because I think that first was done so that we're not playing 14, 15 inning games and then the team has to fly the next that night to the next city. It doesn't matter. We're trying to it's avoid baseball. that. That that's no, that's baseball. Well, I, I understand that, and I just told you that I'm with you on it. I don't love it, but I I know, you know why what? they put it in. And maybe that'll change. 
If you don't want extra innings, beat the team in nine innings. Okay. Is there anything else that you have a problem with? It's a, over, no. Over. I, well, actually, part, part of my problem with the um, shift, I'm paying a guy $10 million. You better be able to hit the ball to left field. Well, well that'd we, be nice, too. Yeah. I mean, but we, here's we, the thing. Like, to me, the shift, I never loved the idea of, like, putting, like, seven players on one side of the field. Like, it's analytics. Like, uh, it's, 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 it's too much information, and, and it, it was destroying the game because right. no, we was like, well, just hit it the other way. Well, yeah. easy for you to say. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, nobody could do it and, it, and it came to the detriment of the game. And it's the involvement. It's like, oh, well, just push Wilt Chamberlain out of the, out of the, um, right. the paint. Right. Well, easy for you to say. Yeah. This dude, probably wait, the strongest wait, he can't human go left. being. He can't yeah. go, just make him go left. Yeah. Like that. Okay. <laughs> he's probably the strongest man in the world. You come push him out. Set he's, seven screens, and he's still going right, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's nothing you can do. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, so, listen, nothing's ever going to be perfect, especially for the people that grew up watching the game a certain way. But what I like is the fact that Manfred, they have made the decision that they have to adjust their game for the health, the long-term health of the game. I'm with you. Because if you don't, these baby boomers are about 80, 90 years old. They started, They just watch reruns of the Golden Girls. They can't even stay up long <laughs> enough to watch a baseball game because they either got to go, got a weak-ass weak prostate, got to go to the bathroom a thousand times, or they keep nodding off and falling asleep. But did you hear, like, that like, like caller, right? Like, his problem was you can't throw, like, because if you throw it twice, all you're doing now is giving the runner a green light knowing that I can't throw another pickoff. Right? Yes. That's that's all that is. And you know what? So what? Yeah, be ready to go. Like don't like I, I don't want this is what I don't want. I don't want to hear and I'm look, I'm over fifty. So it's not like I'm yelling about old people. I am old people. Like I'm looking at it like, don't tell me, well, that's just baseball. That's how we always played it. Because guess what? In the NBA, in the NBA you could hold the ball until there was a shot clock. You could just hold the ball. Just hold it. Right. As long as you want. Like right, Purity. like there was four no corners. Well, one one of the high school high school game that was like four to zero. It was four to two. You saw that one? <laughs> like <laughs> yo, man. Held the ball. I, if I was in the stands, I would have came down there and punched punched coach in the face. <laughs> like, nah, man. We listen. Even Just if you win, back, yeah. Man. Even if you win, we ain't even playing. We ain't doing this one. Uh, you no, you got to be some type of coward to sit up there and hold the ball four corners. But think about it. if you didn't have a play clock in the NFL. Right? Like, I mean, just yes. stupid. Like, like there's reasons why you understand that we got to keep this thing moving. Not, well, that's how we always played the game. Well, guess what? You used to always play the game without black people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you, you can't Hell just yeah. say that's how we always did it. It doesn't Josh work Gibson, that way. Man. No, like, it doesn't. <laughs> there was a reason why they, they changed the mound. There's a reason why they changed dimensions. There's a reason why you have to... The game has to evolve and advance yeah. with the times, with the athletes, and also, to me, what's the most important, with the fan base, with the customers. And if the people, if your next generation is telling you that I'm bored with this, that it's moving too slow for me, you yeah. could be somebody that's my age and I'm, I grew up used to it, and you could yeah. say, well, that's how it's always been. But uh, the problem is, is that eventually I'm, gonna, I'm gone. Eventually, I won't be here anymore. They need the next generation to still be right. here consuming the product when I'm gone. So they have to evolve yeah. to them. And I have to, as an old guy, understand that, that time it ain't about you on. no more. It ain't about you no more. It's like people don't have a cable box anymore. Well, I like changing channels. Yeah, all right. Well, nobody else does. Exactly. You should bring me and my kid together. He was my, he was my remote. <laughs> 
<laughs> Remember that? <laughs> you could go backwards. You mess around and skip past it. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Knob come off the little thing and inside they go. That break on now you got pliers. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You put the vice grips on it because <laughs> yeah. the knob broke and you couldn't fit it back on again. And you'd strip it. All right, right, Damn. right. <laughs> 800-919-3776. We'll continue with the calls on the rules. Again, Max Scherzer said he loves the pitch clock. Loves it. Now, how do you feel about it after seeing a little little taste of it over the weekend? Lots to get to, of course. Uh, some interesting news about tonight's Knicks-Celtics matchup. One-star player will not play tonight. Could it impact the game, which is a very big game for the Knicks? I'll let you know who that is and more. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Full buffet open today for you. Lunchtime in New York City. And uh, you'll hear from Joe Klecko, who doesn't seem like he's all on board about Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets and where the Jets go from here and all that stuff happening there. And interesting news in the draft, Bart, at the very top of the draft that we'll get to as well in the 1 o'clock hour. But we want to get to the calls so the Knicks play the Celtics tonight. The Knicks have won five in a row, and they're on the verge of moving into fifth place in the East. And to do that, of course, they've got a tough weekend, rivalry week. they got the Celtics tonight at home, the Nets on Wednesday at home, and then the Heat in Miami on Friday. South and Beach. then on Sunday up in Boston against the Celtics again, out on national TV on ESPN. So, again, all coverage, of course, right here on 98.7 ESPN. I've got Wednesday's game, by the way, me and uh, – I think it's Ed Cohen, right? I think I, I think Eddie's doing the game with me on Wednesday. Um, but interesting news tonight is that the Celtics will be without Jalen Brown, out with uh, for personal reasons. That's a huge piece that won't be there uh, for the Celtics. They still have Tatum, obviously, and Marcus Smart. I mean, they still have that team plus a, a strong bench. So it's not saying that you oh, know, man. but still, you weaken them a little bit. I'll take it. See, that's what happens, man. See, like if you if everybody was paying attention to um, Black Twitter, Black News, personal black issues, uh-huh. he's now dating um, Burgos, and she's a video vixen that's been around for a long time. She has a kid his age. What? So, yeah. See, you ain't know. See, that's what be happening. That's why you got every once in a while you got to dial into Black Twitter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bernie, what, did you, what did you just explain to me? Okay, J- Jalen Brown is dating 
uh, Bernice Burgos. Google her. She's been around the block for a long time. She's 42 mm-hmm. years old. She's a grandmother. She's bad. She's a grandmother. Bro, she's bad. And people have been trying to get her for years. And now all of a sudden, she's dating Jalen Browns. And all of a sudden, he's having personal issues. Mm. Could be an intervention going on. <laughs> what are you trying to suggest there? I'm trying to suggest that when that news broke from Twitter that he got caught you know, out with her, all of a sudden, who knows, man? Could be some 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 brothers upset with him trying to get at him, or something, or his family having, or his family having, <laughs> having. I'm telling you, everybody oh, out there know what I'm talking about. I, I bet. I mean, I just did, googled. Have, have you googled her? I just, I just did. Now, just remember, when you google her, you look at a 42 year old woman. It may not look like that, but she's been around. She's been, she's been on the scene for a minute, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, he having personal problems. You got the Kardashian curse. Because you had a Bernese coach. Well, Curse. remember, he also just had his face fractured. He had to yeah, wear, this, he's been wearing yeah. this mask that he yeah, wore in the All Star game. As I want to well. hear that. This says personal. Uh, personal reasons. 800 unexpectedly. Wesley in Bohemia on the island. What's up, Wesley? Yeah, how you doing? Love this show, guys. Listen, I wanted to, in regards to the Knicks game, do you think that they might start Josh Hart tonight to have him go against Marcus Smart? I think that's a good matchup. I just don't see Tibbs making that dramatic of a change in the lineup, especially after R.J. Barrett played so well okay, can I on Saturday. You? And then Quentin Grimes is a defensive player. So, like, those would be one of the two guys you would take out for Josh Hart. I just don't see him doing it. Now, finish the game? We've already seen yeah. that, that Tibbs isn't going to hesitate to do it that way. But to start him now, I believe that at some point that's probably your best five but I just don't know if, if Tibbs is going to make that kind of move, especially when you've won five in a row, you don't change anything. You don't touch anything. But, you know, again, it's all depending on who finishes the game if it's a close game. Yeah, to Wesley's point, how quickly does Josh Hart get off the, off the bench? That's what that's what we're saying because it's, it's, it's other ways to do it. Like you said, you can give right. RJ the – you know, and Josh don't care. He just want to get buckets. Yep. He, wants, he wants to find a home so he can quit changing locations and he's sitting there next to it on the East Coast where all his family is – where he played ball at with his former teammate, and he might just say, all right, man, I'll handle it, whatever. I know I'm the starter. And if they loan ticket, I'll do anything. There's no need for me to be the squeaky wheel until I prove it on a long-term basis that I'm the best guy to be starting. We'll figure all this stuff after they give me my long-term contract. We'll figure that out. Which I think they're going to do. I really, I think they, they love the fit. I think the fit is perfect for both sides, for him and also for the team. The way he plays – the way Tibbs, what he demands out of players is everything that Josh Hart gives you. So that's all offseason uh, stuff that yeah. they'll get to. And then it'll be interesting to see, all right, then how do you continue to build up the roster, you know, from there? Call him in the Bronx. What's up, Colin? Oh, Bartholomew Hollywood Han, what's going on? You know we're talking about the Knicks right yep. now. They are it's 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 a great time to be a Knicks fan right now. I mean, they're right now they're in the fifth seed. What, they're two games back from the fourth seed. I mentioned it a couple of times on the show. If they were in the West right now, they would be the three seed in the West. Yeah, it's true. This is a it's a it's a very good team. I'm I'm looking I'm looking looking forward right now to the possibility if they manage to see the the Cavaliers in that four five matchup. They, I, yes. I could see them winning. I could see them winning. I think it'll be I think it'd be a great series. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna win it, but that would be a really good series. And even if they somehow manage to to play the even the seventy sixers, I think they could 
I don't think they would win, but I think they could take that to six or seven games. Make it a, make it a fight? And, you know, yeah. What, what, yeah what you, what I think it do? absolutely makes it a fight. And anything could happen Anything could happen with Embiid and James Harden with injuries, you know, a little swing here and there. And the game coming up, you mentioned it. Jalen Brown is out, who is an absolute Nick killer whenever he plays them. I bet if you look up Jalen Brown's career stats, the highest points per game is probably up against the Knicks. Yeah, and that's huge, and that's going to be really helpful this this game tonight. That's a big game tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm really just, feeling it, Bart. Yeah, he's, just, I mean, he's yeah. feeling it about the Knicks. Well, you know how y'all do, man. Y'all win one game, y'all have a parade. I mean, in the playoffs. So, I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's overreaction, overreaction, overreaction. Monday, we, get a little, we, we get can a talk little, about like, the Knicks. I'm happy that Giannis came back because I was nervous that Giannis was going to miss like extended time. Yeah. I keep forgetting he got vibranium in his blood. He heals like he's from, uh, from Wakanda. Right. Because if he'd have went out, it would have been so messed up that if the Knicks kept ascending and the Bucks fell down to four for the play the Bucks. Giannis came back. That would have been. I tell like, you what, the, the Bucks were good even without him. It's amazing. Do we get a little excited, Bart? Does it happen in New York when when the Knicks play? Is there another team in the city? I'd love that question. Here's a question: Is there another team in the city? That when they got it going, like it's mass hysteria. Like, think about it. Is there another? Can you think of? Uh, we have a million teams here, right? We have two of everything, three hockey yeah. teams. Like, bing bong. I mean, we got that that goes on. Is there another team that that has that much of a? I, I don't know how to describe. This is almost like it's because you're just so used to them not being good. Like the Mets, people get hysterical about when the Mets start playing well. You you know, everybody gets excited about the Mets. But that's still half the city. I mean, the Yankees fans, are st- is it 60-40 at this point? I-, I can't even tell. But the Knicks, because they're the only, like, it feels like the only Basketball singular team. team. Yeah. When they've got it rolling, is there anything else like it when it comes to fan reaction in the city than them? Nah, man. I- and we're yeah. talking about minimal. They won five games. They're in this, they're, they're percentage points out of the fifth seat. We're not talking about how they're playing the Celtics right now for the top seed in the East. Like, we're not even talking about that. We're talking about just, hey, if they win this game, they can move it to fifth. Like, that's what we're talking about. But yet, there's – you heard Colin. He was losing his mind. This is the best time. This is the greatest time to be a Knicks fan. Like, is it? Because I remember when the greatest time to be a Knicks fan was when they were in the finals. But that's where we are. And Colin's talking about, yeah, you know, and then if we get to Sixers, man, stop it, man. The Sixers won like 30 straight. <laughs> right, like, right. Speaking about streaks. Right, Colin needs to get drug tested right now. <laughs> right you know, now. Because, you know, and B can get hurt. You know what I mean? I mean, the Sixers, <laughs> we can, can, like, can bro. get hurt. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Start rooting for that. You know, we can beat the Bucks if, like, if Giannis gets hurt, maybe Drew Holiday gets hurt. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You win a championship, gets, too, if I, if the whole, like, if, if Giannis gets deported back because his visa expires during the season. <laughs> like, man, come on, man. Like, Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.